the Gospel of Luke, chapter 1, from verse 10, the Bible says, Then when the whole assembly of the people was praying outside at the hour of the incense offering, the angel of the Lord appeared to him, Zechariah, standing at the right of the altar of incense. Zechariah was troubled by what he saw, and fear came upon him. But the angel said to him, Do not be afraid, Zechariah, because your prayer has been heard. Your wife Elizabeth will bear you a son, and you shall name him John. You will have joy and gladness, and many will rejoice at his birth. For he will be great in the sight of the Lord. He will drink neither wine nor strong drink. He will be filled with the Holy Spirit, even from his mother's womb. And he will turn many of the children of Israel to the Lord their God. He will go before him in the Spirit and the power of Elijah to turn the hearts of fathers. God's children and the disobedient to the understanding of the righteous to prepare a people fit for the Lord. Praise God. Verse 21. Meanwhile, the people were waiting for Zechariah and were amazed that he stayed so long in the sanctuary. Verse 22. But when he came out, he was unable to speak to them. They realized that he had seen a vision in the sanctuary. He was gesturing to them, but remained mute. Then when his days of ministry were completed, he went home. After this time, his wife Elizabeth conceived him, and she went into seclusion for five months, saying, so as the Lord done for me at the right time when he has seen fit to take away my disgrace before others. Praise God. And then we read verse 36. And behold, Elizabeth, your relative, has also conceived a son in her old age. This is the sixth month for her who was called barren, for nothing will be impossible for God. And then... Verse 39, during those days, Mary set out to travel to the hill country in haste to a town of Judah, where she entered the house of Zechariah and greeted Elizabeth. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the infants leapt in her womb. Elizabeth, filled with the Holy Spirit, cried out in a loud voice and said, Blessed are you among women. Blessed is the fruit of your womb. And how does this happen to me, that the mother of my Lord should come to me? For at the moment the sound of your greeting reached my ears, the infant in my womb leapt for joy. Blessed are you who believed that what was spoken to you by the Lord will be fulfilled. Praise God. Let us pray. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, we honor you, we praise you, 
we bless you we are throne you we glorify your holy name welcome your presence in our hearts lord that you may speak to us in your word help us to learn something new that will help us to fix our eyes on you focus our mind to you and to be transformed from inside out help us to believe in you and to trust you more in jesus name we pray with thanksgiving amen so we just read a passage about um, annunciation of a boy child not Emmanuel this time but John the Baptist and the Lord wants to help us to grasp one thing that before before his coming something had to happen something that was important something that was crucial something that um, was predestined beforehand so it means that the angel gabriel could not miss the address and go to mary before going to zachariah and this happened in a span of the two visits when the angel Gabriel visited John and Mary there was six months difference because we see uh, we see him telling Mary that Elizabeth has conceived she was barren but she has conceived and she will be her son this is her sixth month you see the eyes of men happen to see very different things from how God looks at you and I. We are sometimes deceived to believe in what we see, yet we are meant to see through the eyes of Jesus, see our circumstances through the eyes of Jesus, see our lives through the eyes of Jesus, see our future through the eyes of Jesus, see through our struggles through the eyes of Jesus barrenness was considered as unfruitfulness unfruitfulness if the land is barren it means that land is not producing if we do not seem to amount probably what we do in our day to day then it can be looked at as an unfruitful life unfruitful um, production or barrenness so whatever circumstances or situations that might come our way and present ourselves as unfruitful it means we are bound to believe that that is the norm or that is all that we have or that is all that we shall ever have you see a season of unfruitfulness means that there are things that are not happening as we would imagine or things that are not going as we would want so we are bound to find those moments challenging because probably we do not seem to have an a solution or an answer to whatever that circumstance is it sounds like these days you know and the world and the medics and everything however even our own personal lives 
may be facing situations that could be barren, could be unfruitful. Those moments and seasons of our lives when we would want things to be different but they are not and we don't have the answers. But what do we do? Do we, do we just switch off faith in God or switch on what? Fear or complaining? What is it? What shall we do? When we look at this story, we realize one thing. Archangel Gabriel stands before God. He brought into the world two very similar messages, messages of hope. And we know that the coming of the Messiah was waited for for a long, long time. However, he couldn't just come before John came. So it was really important that Jesus came, but it was also important that John the Baptist came before him. And why did it have to be like that? Because of what he was meant to come and do. And we just read that in Luke 1, that he's supposed to, verse 17, prepare a people fit for the Lord. We know John the Baptist was preaching about repentance and telling everyone to make way for the Lord in their hearts, in their lives. It's like this season. It's actually a message of Christmas. You know, the readings of the church um, also have been read from these passages about the making way for the Lord. And the message of John the Baptist was so crucial and so important so that he would prepare a way for the Lord. However, I like what he said, which is the topic for this meditation. I must decrease. I must decrease. The next one is so that he must increase. Actually, from the word of God, from the word of God, which is uh, those words are written in the Gospel of John 3, verse 30, he says, He must increase, and I must decrease but the topic for this meditation is i must decrease you see when john spoke these words it came as a final witness of jesus and it came after um he was baptizing and jesus was baptizing but The disciples of John came to John and said, Rabbi, the one who was with you, that is verse 26 of chapter 3. They said, the one who was with you across the Jordan to whom you testified, here he is baptizing and everyone is coming to him. You see, is that not the fulfillment of the prophecy? He was meant to prepare a way for the Lord, to prepare the hearts 
of people prepare a people fit for the Lord and here they said everyone is coming to him John answered no one can receive anything except what has been given to him from heaven he said you yourselves can testify that I said that I'm not the Messiah but that I was sent before him the one who has the bride is a bridegroom the best man who stands and listens for him rejoices greatly at the bridegroom's voice so this joy of mine has been made complete he must increase i must decrease is god so as we meditate on these words i must decrease this words comes as a testimony of john the baptist as a fulfillment of the promise as a revelation is unveiled to you and i today that when john saw the fulfillment of the promise and the prophecy of why he was alive because he came to do that one thing so it has been fulfilled and definitely he knew and um, after the revelation of Jesus was revealed to him he made that declaration i must decrease so as we prepare our hearts to welcome home the child Jesus Emmanuel the promised child the promised savior messiah redeemer i think it is important for us to look into this word and allow the holy spirit to help us to be able to grasp something new remember when the archangel Gabriel appeared to Mary and the conversation went on about the annunciation um when Mary said how can this be since i have no relations with a man the angel said to her in reply verse 35 of Luke chapter 1 the holy spirit will come upon you and the power of the most high will overshadow you and when mary got the message of elizabeth she immediately left and went to the house of elizabeth and verse 14 of the same chapter says where she entered the house of zachariah and greeted elizabeth when elizabeth heard mary's greeting the infant leapt in her womb and elizabeth received or was filled with the holy spirit he cried out in a loud voice and said most blessed are you among women and blessed is the fruit of your womb how does this happen to me that the mother of my lord should come to me at that moment the sound of your greeting reached my ears the infant in my womb leapt for joy blessed are you who believe that what was spoken to you by the lord will be fulfilled we are learning again that nothing will be impossible for god nothing shall be impossible for god to do for you and i if we believe john the baptist was born 3 months mary stayed with elizabeth and john the baptist was born and he went on to accomplish great things he was sent 
and prophesied by the angel Gabriel, verse 15. He will be filled with the Holy Spirit even from his mother's womb. So he had to be filled with the Holy Spirit. He had to receive the Holy Spirit. So imagine, Mary saying yes was not just dependent on just her, but it was dependent on this child, on John, who had to receive the Holy Spirit to come and prepare a way for the Lord. So the coming of Jesus, the coming of Emmanuel, requires you and I to prepare our hearts for him. And that is why we have this season organized by the church to welcome him into our hearts. And as John was preparing a people fit for God through the baptism of repentance, so one of the major ways to prepare our hearts is repentance. Because he's coming to redeem us from every captivity of sin and all bondages. So repentance is when we look inside of our hearts and reject sin and choose him. However, the child, the child John, was meant to fulfill his purpose by the help of the Holy Spirit. So he needed the Holy Spirit when he was still young. He needed the Holy Spirit to be able to fulfill what God had designed him to do. And so every step that Mary took meant that in obedience to the direction of the Holy Spirit, because we just see the conversation between Mary and the angel, so it was important and Elizabeth receives the Holy Spirit and the child receives the Holy Spirit and he was born and he did what he was meant to do. So once he came into contact with Jesus and he heard that even his disciples were going to Jesus, he knew that his mission was accomplished. So I believe that you and I receive the Holy Spirit at the point, at the time of our baptism for a reason. So we need to stir the gift of God in us by the power of the Holy Spirit so that he can help us to not just prepare our hearts, but also to accomplish our purpose in Jesus, for Jesus, through Jesus. And how do we know that our purpose is accomplished? You see, when you testify about Jesus, then that testimony is meant to lead whoever listens to it or hears about Jesus to want to seek the Lord. And my prayer today is that every moment that we talk about Jesus, every moment that we testify about the goodness of the Lord, that that word would be a double-edged sword to not just transform our lives, but also help somebody else who could be living in a dark season of their lives and 
moments that probably their lives could be turned upside down they could be on the verge of losing faith but that the message of Jesus may touch the life of someone else and that they may get to desire to seek Jesus desire to know him and have their faith increased to seek the Lord because John 3:16 says for God so loved so he gave and those who believe will not perish so as long as we believe in Jesus then we cannot perish but when we lose our faith in Jesus then definitely we shall perish so it is important to cultivate an atmosphere of faith by seeking to know the Lord and also seeking to testify about his goodness in our lives his faithfulness about the good news the great news that Jesus is alive that he came to rescue us that he came to earth that we can go to be with him one day so as we meditate about this message as we look to Emmanuel's coming we also look into our hearts and see how important that you and I are to God so he chose you and I to be in this world at this point in time to be talking or hearing these words that we are speaking today for a reason not just to prepare our hearts but also to allow someone else to the come to the knowledge of who Jesus is and once we get to experience that revival renew in our hearts by the power of the holy spirit then we cannot be silent once mother mary was filled with the holy spirit she could not be silent she had to move and that is how she became the first disciple because she went to the house of elizabeth and also now when she got there the holy spirit started working so the life of discipleship is a life for each one of us to one of god's creation i don't think anyone is excluded because if the holy spirit the installment the bible reminds us that he already has paid an installment for each one of us so we all have the holy spirit so that means if we all have the holy spirit then we are all called christians we are all called to be disciples we are christians for a reason we are called by the name of christ for a reason to be other christs and that means to follow him is a life of discipleship it requires the holy spirit to work in us for us to start the gifts of god in us so that he may use us to establish and expand his kingdom so that all people may be fit for him all people may turn to him and then he will come and everybody will have gone to him so we have a job to do and we must decrease so that he may increase so make him great 
making him great is thinking about him allowing him to transform us and talking about him and glorifying him and seeking to do his will more than anything seeking to live for him more than anything accepting him Jesus to be our teacher and master and we be his servants and disciples so let us pray for this grace Father in the mighty name of Jesus we thank you bless you we honor you we worship you we submit to your word lord we pray that you may help us to be able to decrease so that you may increase help us to make you great with our words lord to testify about you meditate on you allow you to transform us welcome the holy spirit in our hearts to trans to start up your gifts in us the gifts that you placed in us for a reason lord so that you may get to accomplish our purpose here on earth for the glory of your name we honor you we praise you and we bless you help us to fix our eyes on you to focus our mind to you to be transformed from inside out so that your name may be glorified above every situation and every circumstance of our life in Jesus name we pray with thanksgiving amen in the name of the father the son and the holy spirit amen Thank you.